future of radio. The 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 future of radio. For hours and look at Well, I've got a specific crap. site that I go to, yeah, and I'll look up all kinds of weird, like, alien news. Is it a cryptozoology site? The, some of them are cryptozoology sites. This one, though, is an actual thing, and it's absolutely horrifying. Are you sure? And I'm not going to lie, it kept, me up, it kept me up last night thinking about it. Because I kept playing it over and over and then imagining what was going on when that was actually happening, and it was nightmares. So was it, it's an actual It's real. real. Are you sure? It's real. Okay. It's called... Not like Bigfoot real, It's right? called the Death Whistle. All right, I'll explain it here in a Ew, minute. I don't like that. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I want to remind everybody to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link right there on our page, whether you're on your mobile device or your laptop computer or your personal computer or your Mac computer or your iMac or oh your my God. your tablets or your uh, whatever what what are, are the you other Bubba ones? Gumping like some I'm gonna name different kinds computers. of computers yeah, yeah. do some more your BlackBerry or your um, Samsung Motorola your tablet your Samsung well Samsung Motor Samsung Motorola that's two different brands as uh, the Motorola flip phone the Motorola flip phone I had a one in light pink in the really? early two thousands oh was it super cool it was so cool I always wanted the Razor. That's what I no, that's what I had the razor, but I had the light pink. The razor one. was pretty cool, and it was so great. And you know what my ringtone was? What Kelly Jewel? Clarkson's "Since You've Been Gone." Oh, oh like, no! Doo, 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 because somebody was calling doo, doo, and you hadn't talked to him in a while. Yeah, no, no, it was a boyfriend, an ex boyfriend that I was mad at, and so I would just be like, "Yeah." Oh no! So I had my so pink every razor time somebody phone. would call, but it wasn't like the real song. You know, it was just like the doo, 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 like the you know the like yeah, the sad uh-huh. tones of the early 2000s. So every time your phone rang, it made yeah. you think of that I'd be person. Like, Damn it! I don't need no man. Since you've been gone. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I listened to so... That's so sad. Yeah, during that time in my life, I listened to Kelly Clarkson's album. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the one with all of those, like, behind these hazel eyes. Greg, look at this. I have hazel eyes. I know it you was love like Kelly she wrote Clarkson. It. it was like she wrote it for me. I have never heard anyone talk about Kelly Clarkson as much as you do, at least off the air. I don't think she you do too very... much on the air, but yeah. off the air, you are a big Kelly Clarkson fan. She's amazing. Yeah. She has a voice of an angel. Yeah, she's she's, she's a good She's gone singer. through hard times and you right? know and she's persevered. No one has loved and lost like Kelly Clarkson has. I she writes a real good song for somebody who's dating a shithead at 24 who treats her like garbage and then like you break <laughs> up with them and like you're listening and you're just like, "Yeah, I'm stronger than him." Yeah. She really did help. Anyway, go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link, and uh, pick up your copy of whatever book you would like. And then also uh, pick up a copy of The Zombie Who Cried Human while you're there, because you may recognize the voices. And that would be awesome if you did so. So uh, funemploymentradio.com, click on the Audible link. All right, lots to talk about today, but this is one of those things where normally I wouldn't make this a show focus, but I'm telling you it's so disturbing I had to bring it up. I had to talk about it. So... Before I go to bed at night, which is part of the reason why I never sleep, I always, I go to my weird news sites. I don't know why. I know it's bad. So do you have like a lot of them that you go to? I go to one main one that like sends me to all kinds of different places. So then I have lots of different sites that I go to. Oh, of course you do. (laughs) Yeah, it just kind of depends. So like, yeah, because I have my one that I I go to that I read like my, my, 
you know, uh, horror stories. Uh-huh. You read horror stories before you go to bed. Well, there it's it's the it's this Reddit thread called No Sleep. I think I've told you about it. Before, oh yes, yes. Where yeah. basically like people write their own short stories, but now like as it's gotten overly saturated, like the stories are like it used to be really good where you could read like good short stories, mm-hmm. but now since it's so popular, it's so overly saturated with so many people, yeah. that you can't really find the the diamond in the rough anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's trying to do it. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? But it's yeah, it's fun though because it, everything's treated as if it's true, so you can read the uh-huh. comments and. We'll talk to them about it. Anyway, let's okay. talk about your nerdiness. No, no, that's all right. As in the live chat right now, com slash live. You're a Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club member. Um, someone's attractive cousin just said, yes, weird news sites. No, I'm going to weird news sites. That's oh, God, what, are what you I'm looking doing. at weird porn no, sites? No, I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. No, I really do. And I know you're not supposed to look at your phone before you go to bed, and I know that's bad. You absolutely are not. That's why I read a book, an actual book, every time, like, night after I put it on my phone. I know, and I know it's bad. It's a really bad thing. And I've got some good books to read because uh, Cemetery Dance Publications sent us some, so I, I should be reading that. But, um, oh, yeah, and we're going to be talking about something else in there, too. But as I... You know, I, I, it doesn't matter. I end up doing it because I want to read. I want to read about the weird things that are going on in the world. So it's like ghost news and like alien news or like weird planet found or you know speculation of life on uh, Europa and I'll go into that and stuff like that. Is Europa that? Tell me what Europa is. I don't need to tell you. You know. I want you to tell me what. Europa no, is. I mean, I, I feel like I don't want to like woman explain to you what Europa is, and we all clearly know what it is. Okay, we'll don't just worry leave it about at that. It. Mm-hmm. All right, so so I go to these sites, but this one is something, and it's circulating around now. It's it's becoming popular, and it looks like this was actually it's from several years ago, and I didn't I didn't hear this at the time. I wasn't aware of this at the time that it came out. So now it's making like a resurgence, and it has it's something called, oops, <laughs> the. Aztec death whistle. Okay, I didn't hear the Aztec part. Did you say death whistle first? Because a Aztec death whistle sounds death like whistle. Some, it sounds like something from Harry Potter. Yeah. So it well, it's well, there are the kind death of, there are the Death Eaters in uh, Harry Potter. Death so I, think that must I don't be even what, know. Yeah. No, I've still never read the Harry Potter books. Pretty great, but I'm not going to force you. I've seen a couple of the movies. Yeah, good for I you. I saw like the fourth one or something. That's probably very confusing for Abacadanzer you. Abacadanzer. Please stop. So, I don't know. I read one of them. I know they're good books too, and I didn't read them. So, so th- this thing though, it's uh, a death whistle, and here's what it is. Like part of part of the reason it's getting resurgence right now is because I guess they dug up a skeleton recently, and I think it was in Mexico City, okay. and it had been beheaded, like it was a human sacrifice, and this this body was laid out with the arms crossed over it, and it was holding this little skull. In its hand, like a carved skull. So not uh, not an actual skull, but a carved. No, like a twist. carved skull, and it was a carved skull, like whistle, that they had that they put in the hand of this dead body, this beheaded body, and now it's coming back out, and they start to talk about it a little bit more. Is that like when they used to uh, bury people with their fingers like tied to a string attached to a bell in case they were accidentally buried alive? Um, maybe. Well, they're trying to speculate as far as what it was used for. And yeah, that's one of the theories is that it's given to them so that they can call out when they're dead so that they can find their way or they can be found or something like that. Okay. And but the reason is because of what this thing sounds like. And there's a couple of different theories about them, about what these things were for. One of them's that one of them's just associated with complete sacrifices because the Aztecs sacrificed a lot of people like they would have wars just to go get people to sacrifice. They would go invade somewhere 
just to round up people so they could have people to sacrifice. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So it was crazy like all shit. like really like the Temple they're of Doom? Ter- they're terrifying. It was like the Temple of Doom all the time? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, they did a lot of other things too, but that part well, mostly re- collecting that part people really to sticks out when you're when you're doing I don't think human I remember... sacrifices. <laughs> it, that part really sticks out. I don't out. remember reading about that in my history class. Ye- oh yeah, those, I don't know the human sacrifices. Yeah, the Aztecs. They kind of stayed away from that. Yeah, they're. I mean, they built a you know giant civilization, but goddamn, did they sacrifice people? So this. So why thing, is this so called the a death, death whistle? whistle? And I'm okay. gonna play a sound for you. I want to. I want you to hear what it is, and because I didn't, I was unaware of this beforehand. Now that I know it, it's like all I've been thinking about like the last couple of days. So apparently the. the Part of what they would do, so they would carve these things into looking like, you know, sinister skeletons and like, you know, whatever, demons and gods and stuff like that. And they would blow into these, and one of the theories is that they would do it when they're going into battle. And so they would all have, you know, the thousands of Aztec troops would be blowing into these things to terrify anyone but around them. it's just them. a whistle? Well, let me play it for you. So the video I'm going to play, and this is, I, if you just type in Death Whistle on YouTube, that's the one that's coming up. So that's where the credit goes to. And it's this, uh, this guy, it's some kind of, I don't know, he's at a park somewhere uh, t- talking about Aztec history. And then he comes up to the point talking about the Death Whistle. And he puts it up to his mouth and he plays it. Do you want to hear what it sounds like? Okay, because I'm not really understanding why a whistle is so terrifying. Okay, I'm going to play it and I think it's going to go right into it. This is him blowing into this skull whistle. So it's just a, it, a he's carved into skull a whistle. whistle. Yep. What? Oh my god, it's so loud. That's what it sounds like. That is like. not real. That's, yes, that's a real that is not death real. whistle. Yes. That is absolutely not real. It that's is somebody 100% screaming. Real. It is not. It is real. Is that one of those like fake videos where it's like, watch this car drive slowly no. through this field, and then someone pops out, and they're like, ah! Not by anything I've been able to find. This is absolutely real. And because there's other videos of people blowing them as well. So it's some weird way that they would carve it so that the two streams of air would clash into each other in, in a, at a weird angle. So, I mean, I, I'm sure you can analyze the physics of it. I'm sure lots of our listeners could. But it's, it's something along those lines to where it would clash like that and sound like a human scream. This is an actual—all right, hang on. All right. Yeah. The death whistle. Death whistle. Aztec, Aztec death whistle? Aztec death, death whistle. Death whistle. Here, I'll play it. Do you want to hear it again? I don't know. That was really... The- it's really crazy. Like... Oh, my gosh. I'm... <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, that's... Okay, that, that one's too much. That's too yeah. much. Okay, so I'm looking at this. You're right. At the, all these websites, it's like, hear the Aztec death whistle that has mystified scientists. Yeah. It's crazy. It's everywhere. Like, Whoa. can you imagine, because like, I love historical stuff, like imagine back then, you know, with their giant pyramids and all the pomp and circumstance. I fell down a complete Aztec, Aztec hole. That sounds weird when I say it that way. Yeah. Um, but I, I started looking up all this stuff about Aztecs. Yeah, I'm looking at this, where they used to terrorize enemies in warfare. Aztec uh-huh. warriors are known to beat wooden drums as they advance in the battle. Might they mm. also have blown these horrible whistles? Yeah. You can imagine the frightening <laughs> sound if you had 5,000 warriors blowing into these instruments simultaneously. Yeah. With that screaming and the drums pounding? Yeah. That is They're the terrified. soundtrack of the ultimate nightmare. Yeah. 
with their elaborate. How is it actually a whistle? War costumes and so everything like that. So you just blow in, and that's the noise it yeah, makes. It's the way it's all carved. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the noise it makes. I mean, and it looks terrifying just on its own because it looks, you know, it's just this carved skull thing. Um, yeah. Have you heard of the Aztec death whistle that sounds yeah. like blood curdling screams? Yeah. So that's what I fell down a whole of last night. And, wow. Do you uh, know what they sell them on? Uh, that they're Etsy makers who sell. Yeah, make death their own. I, I looked that up too because, of course, I looked up like, how, where do I get a death whistle? You know, a replica. You can get them on whistle. Etsy for uh, fifty-seven dollars. Yeah, they're expensive. I yeah. mean, it looks like they're probably a lot to carve. Wouldn't it just be easier to scream? Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cheaper. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, I thought it was fascinating. Oh, you can go. You know where you could go? Well, you can go to funemploymentradio.com and click on that Amazon link. Pick yourself up a brand new death whistle by going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Amazon. Link. I'm looking at this right now. There's an Aztec handcrafted whistle of death set of two for only $55 plus $40 and shipping your, and handling. Make your next sacrifice an Aztec sacrifice by going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Amazon. Link. Oh, I did find a better one, Greg. This one is gold plated. It's Aztec gold plated, screaming Aztec death whistle. Only $34. Wow. Yeah. A gold plate. Pick it up today. Five stars. Okay. Five star review. All right. That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. For all your death whistle needs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, anyway. Um, that's really. Isn't that crazy? That is, because I really thought that that was fake. Yeah. That's. Did you think that was fake? I mean, I know you believe in Bigfoot, but. Well, I do have something about Bigfoot that we're going to talk about in a little bit because it was. There's something that's been popping up on my Thank news God. sites, and I people will have been it. sending it to me. For I'll you. talk about I, it. Here I don't a know what bit. it is. Not I just now, know the headline. In a bit, I'll All explain right. it. I'll explain what's going on with that. Um, because probably a lot of people are seeing this thing and going, "Why? Why is that in there?" Okay, we'll 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 talk about that. Yeah, in a little bit. We'll do it after World of Crazy or something. But the, anyway, the Aztecs. It's fascinating to me. And then I looked up like all the different like warrior statuses and like please betr- do not become a, a jaguar warrior was like the top. I beg of you, any human person listening to us right now, do not ever buy Greg a fucking Aztec death whistle. That's enough. Greg, that is too loud. I don't like those tones. That is not a good sound. It's terrifying. No. Ooh, Keelan just posted that. Apparently there's a video that simulates a hundred of them marching at you. No. I mean, that's just nightmares. It's nightmares. <sighs> oh, yep. In the chat, uh, uh, SIC says, I want someone uh, to design one to emit a Wilhelm scream. Oh, yeah. I would absolutely love a whistle that had a Wilhelm scream. <laughs> that might be kind of hard, but yeah. I don't think it would. I mean, those sound like they could be. <laughs> if you don't know what a Wilhelm scream uh you should look it up because it's fascinating. It's basically a stock like scream that has been used in hundreds, if not thousands, of movies <gasps> and television shows. And once you know what it sounds like, you'll just be casually watching some movie and you'll hear like some scene and you'll hear all of a sudden. Sorry. And there and you can just start to recognize <laughs> you're like, oh, there's a Wilhelm scream. It's just it's so interesting. <laughs> So I think it was, let's see, I'm looking at this. It was recorded in 1951. They don't even know how many how many things this has been in. I've worked on several projects, too, that people will just randomly throw it in. Oh, yeah, you just got to You, know, it you in have somewhere. to put the Wilhelm scream in. <laughs> yeah, you might recognize it from Star Wars, in which uh, Luke Skywalker shoots a stormtrooper, and when he's falling off of the ledge, he makes that sound. <laughs> Yeah, Keelan, I'm not playing. Don't, don't, Keelan. 
No, I don't want to play the thousands of them marching at you. All right, we kind of have to. Hang on. All right, well, here, let's do World of Crazy, and then we'll play it. <sighs> All right, I do have a good World of Crazy. All right. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome at last to my World of Crazy. I cannot crazy. believe that's a real, a real thing. That's weird. Yeah. All right, first up, out of one of my favorite places in the world, where is it, Greg? Florida. Specifically, Greg. Port, uh, Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie, Florida. Oh, boy, a woman is in hot water over in Port St. Lucie after she has been accused of attacking her fiancé. Okay, her fiancé. Her fiancé. After he decided to rebuff her amorous, 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 that's how you say it, right? Sexy, sexy advances. He rebuffed her sexy advances and would not have sexual relations with her. She did not like that. Uh-oh. And decided to do something about it. This beautiful woman's name is Madeline Jernigan, 51 years young. She was arrested uh, in which her betrothed reportedly gave her a cold shoulder after she was trying to invite him to some sexy time. Port Port St. Lucie police spoke to a man who said he went to bed and immediately Madeline started attacking him because of his refusal to be involved sexually with her during that night. Uh Uh-oh. Well, police say that Jernigan and the man who was identified as the person that she attacked are engaged. Yes, she is his fiance. Fiance? My fiance. Have you seen my fiance? Oh, where is my fiance? The victim said Jernigan started scratching his face and neck, drawing blood. He said she repeatedly hit him in the groin in her angry state of mind. She tore apart his wallet and said that he was crazy or something. (laughs) <laughs> he was crazy for not wanting yes. to make sweet, sweet love to her. Mm-hmm. And so she attacked him and tore he up his wallet. He is clearly what did his the wallet crazy have to do with it? I don't know. She tore up You're his crazy. wallet and said he was crazy or something. Uh, police say the victim did indeed have scratches and dried blood on his neck. Well, Jernigan told investigators that she didn't start the argument. He started the argument. She made mention of police being called before because he's the one that has the mental illness, not her. Mm. Good thing they are getting hitched. Well, who knows if they are anymore. Well, Jernigan has been arrested. And uh, let's see, she was arrested on a misdemeanor battery charge. Let me see misdemeanor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Misdemeanor Jernigan. That has a good flow to it. Jernigan. It's, like a, it's a nice last name. I kind of like it. Jernigan? Jernigan. I don't know. Hmm. That was the first story to Port St. Lucie I've had in a while, so can That's you just good. Yeah. bear with me? No, it sounds very I was por- really Port excited about that. It sounds very Port St. Lucie-like. All right. Well, stick with me, Greg. I've got, I'm, I'm taking you to Michigan now. Okay. We're All on, right. We're on a trip. To Michigan we go. Hello? To Michigan we go? I'm... Was yeah, there I'm more to that? To I didn't know. With, I, I didn't know if there was more to you. that. Just they're staring at your hands. Was there, is there a callback for Michigan that I'm supposed to say? Or yes. What What is it? Don't you remember? <laughs> I didn't. I forgot it from the meeting, our Michigan meeting that we had. There's no. Okay, there's no callback. I just, oh want you to, I just want you to pay attention to me. I'm paying attention. All right. There's a pair of identical twins in Michigan that are getting married on consecutive days. To guess what? 
Identical twins. Greg, it's like you're psychic. I knew you'd pick up the Michigan thing. Yet another set of identical twins. Let me tell you about this classic and creepy tale. Well, Nick Lewin and Cassie Bevier met in 2014 at Grand Valley State University when their psychology professor asked them if anyone in the class was a twin. They looked around and locked eyes and knew they were a match made in heaven. Oh, boy. What were their names again? Nick Lewin, L-E-W-A-N, and Cassie with a K. Hey. <laughs> Bevier. Okay. All right. Well, the couple soon ended up, uh, soon ended up going out. But they didn't just go out alone. They ended up going on a double date to church where the best dates oh, happen. Yep. With their respective <laughs> wow, siblings. A date to church. I mean, you know, and no nothing against people who go to church, but a date? Zach and Chrissy. I mean, I guess that's his <laughs> So they so they met in class and they asked their respective siblings to what come along. Do? So they all went on a date to church. So it's Chrissy and Cassie and Zach and Nick. But so wait, their weddings are on consecutive days. Well, let me tell you. All right, so this is we're still on their first date, Greg, at church. Oh, so sorry. please stop rushing it. Okay, I have a b- real big issue coming I know. up here. But okay, mm-hmm. go ahead. So here they are standing there at their first date in church, and they said, "We're standing there in our church, getting ready to sing." And then when I looked over, the brothers just started belting it out. Cassie said of the twins, "They were actually <laughs> is this how they singing." Sound? Yes, that's how they talk in Michigan. Mm -hmm. My sister and I looked at each other like, (laughs) who are these guys? Whoa. Well, the Lewins, that was Nick and Zach, the the guys, proposed during a trip to the Henry Ford Museum with both sets of parents tagging along at the same time. Oh, my God. What a real hoot these people are. So, um, How old were they? They said they they met in college. college. Why are their parents accompanying them to the Henry Ford Museum? You know, where everything risque happens. I know, it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That church was a little edgy. Please go to the Henry (laughs) Ford Museum. (laughs) Um, So so they proposed during a trip to the Henry Ford Museum with all of the parents there. Who proposes at a Henry Ford Museum? So Cassie, of Cassie and Chrissy, says, It basically happened at the same time, which is par for the course for us. We do things in twos. Chrissy and Zach are getting scheduled are scheduled to get married Friday, this Friday, oh boy, followed by Cassie and Nick on Saturday. Okay, here's where I have an issue. Like, you're going to get, why are you making people stick around for two more days, like another day? Yeah, I know. You got to go through the whole thing the next day. Yeah. Do it both at the same time. You each get your presents. But, I mean, you save a ton of money, and it's way less annoying. Have it on the same day. Well, Chris, yeah, so Chrissy and Cassie are Friday. Uh, Chris, Chrissy and Zach are Friday. Cassie and Nick are Saturday. Both couples are slated to stand at each other's weddings and have a joint reception that's planned for Saturday. What if somebody only goes to one of them? Oh. Like, oh, no, I like the one. Which twin are you? Did you oh, have, no, I like the other did one. Did you know any twins growing up? Yeah. We had these twins in my class, Brooks and Todd, and my friend Jenny and I. Um, I liked Brooks you know, and she liked Todd. There weren't that many twins, actually, at my high school, I don't think. Oh, yeah. I knew some out, out of high school. I'm still friends with a... a I had a couple sets of twins in high... Like, twins. at every... Because I went to a lot of different schools. Every school at least had one set of twins. There was a set of triplets at one of my schools, too. Wow. Yeah. Well, you went to I'm the same... I'm trying to think about this, though. I don't... You went to the same, like, school with the same people your whole life, though. Yeah. So it's not like they're going to mm. magically turn into twins. Well, no, I'm nobody in my class. I had to think about the lower classes or upper classes or something like that. Um, well, off the top of my head, I can't think of any. 
No identical twins, anyway. I think there were some brother sister twins. Yeah, because twins. sometimes one twin is more popular. There were some brother than the sister other. twins. Because there are some twins that are like friends, and there are some twins who are like completely different, and one and some that just like don't get along at all. Because there can be like one popular twin, and then the other one's like not so popular. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like they're like what I don't know what the status is with these twins. I mean, if you're a twin listening to our show, I'm sure we do have a twin population uh, that listens to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, did you have? Can a we ask for you them? questions? Yeah, can we ask you twin questions? Like, do you guys uh, like psychically communicate like Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield? I'm sure they've never been asked those questions before ever. That's got to be really annoying. This is a groundbreaking pro- podcast, Greg. Yes. yes. Twin All Talk. Right. Twin. Oh, I would listen to. I bet there's a podcast called Twin Talk. Hang on. There's a podcast Twin for everything now. Twin Talk podcast. Oh, there's Talking Twins. Talking Twins. Oh, that's more about baby twins. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's about parents who have twins. Okay. All right. That's interesting. All right. Um, But we do have, actually, we do have parents who have twins. You know that. Uh, Ika. Oh, yeah. Has twins. Well, and Matt. And Matt has triplets. Yeah. There you go. Some of your friends have. Well, yeah, those are children, though. I'm talking about, like, adults. I want to ask adult twins questions. Okay. It sounds really weird that when I say it that way. Really it sounds like weird. I've got some kind of weird fetish. I no, want to talk to adult twins. I need twins. to talk to adult twins. I have adult twin <laughs> questions that need to be answered. All right, so, anyway, okay, so they're both going to get married uh, to the brothers, and then they're all going to share a duplex, which is not odd at all. All right. That's, yeah, real exciting couple. There. Got a couple stories. First one kind of uh, caters, panders more toward me. The second one, Greg? Toward you. I was very excited about okay. this. All right, so there's this new trend that I've heard about. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? That ladies, middle-aged ladies, so I'm far from that. Ladies. Far from that. There's this new trend with middle-aged women that involves groups of people, usually groups of ladies, and it's called breeing. All right. Now, breeing is this new thing that women are doing that is... That consists basically of eating cheese that is stuffed with MDMA. <laughs> right, I did not expect MDMA that. MDMA is ecstasy. So it's basically eating ec- like brie stuffed or ecstasy stuffed brie. It's called what? breeing. It involves Why groups is the of, brie of females involved? taking MDMA wrapped in cheese. I don't know. It's just called breeing. This is what it is. <laughs> So, um, so this wow. particular publication, they're saying um, they were interviewing a 50-year-old businesswoman who says she regularly hosts MDMA-fueled dinner parties at her London home. Who goes to an ecstasy-fueled dinner party? Like, you're eating dinner and they're all... This is what they do. Well, huh. they say, okay, so this is very popular in the UK and now it's, it's coming across the pond. That was, that was the right use. I know. I'm looking at brie parties right No, now. please don't look at brie parties. Let me tell you about them. Okay. All right, sit and listen. So it's explaining uh, why she thinks that they're so popular. She says, well, I have a strong circle of female friends, and we had tried all the latest fads, food fashion. Oh, she's British. Food fashions and desk. Oh, your people. Oh, they are my people. No wonder this sounds like a good idea. Just kidding. Drugs are bad. Brie is good. I have a strong circle of female friends, and I have tried all the latest fads food fashions, and destination knitter parties, but something was missing. We did not seem to have as much of a laugh as when we were younger. There always seemed to be barriers up between us. So, 
one in our group suggested we all take MDMA together so we could open up to each other and improve our friendships. That sounds like the swingy friend. Uh, Doug in the live chat just said, this is how Eyes Wide Shut parties Yes, happen. I was like, it that is. is the swingy this friend. This is the origin. It's the, the one girl that's story. like, I mean, you guys, I feel like we're not close enough. Why yeah. don't we just do some ecstasy and just explore each other? Let's take our shirts off. <laughs> <laughs> she added... A year later, and now I've been invited to several breeing parties. Oh, she must be pretty popular. And people seem to think it was all a grand design that I created, but I assure you it was not. It's a middle-class way to take drugs, and that's probably why it's taken off. That's true, because I'm like... I'm early middle... Are you going to be hosting a pre-MDMA party? All right, so I did suggest it to a few of my girlfriends, and they're like, ah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, look at this thing. Ha ha, isn't that funny? Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I will say I did uh, show it to a few of my friends, and some of them were very much like, we should do that. And some of them were not. Um, That's illegal, so that's for satirical purposes. I know. Why do you think I'm not naming names? Well, MDMA is the main ingredient of ecstasy tablets. Greg, have you ever done ecstasy? No. I just want to see how quick you would say that. (laughs) I didn't either, particularly when I was going to clubs in the 90s and raves. Nope. Bottled water. MDMA is the main ingredient of ecstasy tablets, but in the last decade, consumption of MDMA powder, I didn't know that this was a thing, powder sprinkled onto things, like different kinds of foods. Okay. Yeah, so um, has completely increased. You're really fascinated by this. I think it's really interesting that there are groups of 50-year-old women. I thought this was going to be like a satirical thing, but you actually, this isn't a world of crazy, this is world of Sarah. World of what Sarah wants to do, but this is crazy. I mean, there are all these like rich, snooty British business women who are having dinner parties and getting fucked up on ecstasy, shoved into bricks of cheese. That's fascinating. That is weird. Plus, ecstasy is like notorious. MDMA is totally bad for your brain. Like, it just makes holes in your brain, basically. And to know that these are like successful business women who are like, "Oh, we're not getting a laugh anymore. Let's do hardcore drugs." So yeah, so they take it and they sprinkle it on things. So this isn't just cheese parties. Like other people are like, oh, I've never heard it done with cheese. We have uh, parties where we um, put it on pancakes and eat, t- and eat it together. These women are doing this. So weird. Yeah. Uh, but one woman said it went poorly when she said, last time I had all the mums over for a civilized dinner party. We had some MDMA, or we ended up breeing, and it ended up with one of them wrapped in velvet curtains, one hallucinating, staring at a bathroom wall, and the others dancing to 90s rave music while playing bongos in the sitting room. It's all good fun, but at the same time the next day, we'd wish we'd just watch Netflix with a nice bottle of wine. <laughs> you don't bounce back as quick as you do. Why are you being so weird about this? I, I'm not. I, I'm listening to you. You're being very odd. I'm okay. not being odd. I think you're being self-conscious. No, you're just not sitting there not saying anything, so I just keep talking. All right. Well, MDMA is not good for you, so don't do it. Unless you want to. But don't. But do it if you want. But seriously, don't. It's being noted in the chat. Put it in some mac and cheese. And oh, snap. So there was one story for me, and here is the story for Greg. <laughs> it also says Greg's a fucking narc. He totally <laughs> is a I'm narc. I'm not judging at all. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. The 90s were fun. I had a lot of fun in the 90s. Sure you did. That bright red beard and your pinky rings. That was The beard wasn't that long. I didn't have that one for that long. 
My Dimebag Daryl beard. I'm just saying, the night, like, you can't recreate that stuff when you're in, like, some abandoned warehouse that someone's taken over for the night, painted all the walls fluorescent colors, made separate rooms full of koosh balls. It's like, that is, that cannot be recreated today. Oh, the good old days. Yeah. Wow. Old Lady Sarah's. Old Lady Sarah's in full effect today. And by the way, I would have totally been the person dancing to 90s rave music playing the bongos in the room. I can picture all my girlfriends. I, I know exactly who would be wrapped in the velvet curtains, the person staring at the wall. Anyway. Here's Greg's story. Here's <laughs> Narky Greg's story. Greg, here's the headline. A cut in line for free samples at a Costco turned into a fight between two 70-year-old men. What kind of cut in line? Oh, somebody cut in line for free samples. It's like the story was written in the future for you. <laughs> like, this is future, Greg. Well, explain the circumstances. All right. Well, a 70-year-old man said that he was just casually waiting in line for a complimentary piece of cheese at the Costco in Greenville, South Carolina. Now, he was just sitting there minding his own business when the 72-year-old man, let's call him Greg. Uh-huh. Greg cut in line, took some of the cheese... And walked off. That's how Greg how did do. he cut in line, though? Was there an actual line? Was it just a group gathered around and he walked by and was able to go? The 70-year-old moved on to a line with free, so he just kind of shook it off because he's like, all right, this Greg guy is an asshole. I mean, clearly he doesn't respect anybody else or their time. I mean. So after he finally got his piece so of cheese, the 70-year-old. situation there? Were they out of samples after that? The 70-year-old then moved to another line with free samples of cheeseburgers. That's Delicious. when that's when the 70-year-old saw Greg approaching again. The 70-year-old was still upset about being cut in front of at the cheese line. And according to the incident report, right. he told the other man uh, that he could quote he told well he told Greg that he could quote just get in front of him cuz he knew he'd just cut in the line anyway. Oh, being a little snippy about it. Uh, the, the Greg responded by saying, "I will do it again." Then saying to the 70-year-old man, you're a jerk. Wow, Greg, you're kind of an asshole. <laughs> the 72-year-old man then hit the 70-year-old man who was just minding his own business, waiting in line, not cutting. Wait, the guy who cut hit him? Yes, the guy who cut hit him. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Well, he's well, already kind of ruining the guy's day. Might as well just take it a step further. <laughs> Clearly doesn't respect anybody else. Well, okay. All right, I'll, I'll let you finish, but I've All got right. a couple of things to talk about with this. <laughs> Uh, the 72-year-old then hit the 70-year-old on the right side of his head, causing his hat and his glasses to get knocked off. Huh. The woman who was working at the cheeseburger sample stand said that she saw two men arguing in front of her station. She confirmed the 70-year-old's account when she told police that a man in a Hawaiian shirt, of course, hit the other man in the head. <laughs> and the man's hat flew off of his head. Though the 72-year-old well, Greg had left the Costco uh, before the police officers arrived. They were able to track him down thanks to his handy-dandy Costco card. When officers reached him on the phone, the 72-year-old admitted that he was involved in an altercation at Costco. <laughs> Police reported that the 72-year-old uh, said that he hit the hat off the, uh, the man's hat off his head after the man got into his face, and he felt the man was going to hit him because he was bawling his fist. <laughs> well, the police department says that no arrests have been made in the incident. Police... For the love of God, please make this happen. Are attempting to get surveillance footage from Costco. Oh my God, that'd be great. To help with the investigation. Because here's the thing. 
So with Costco, generally, it's not really a line, per se. It's a gathering. You gather around. It is a line. No. You wait in line for samples. It depends on what it is. If it's a real good one. That there's enough people, well, then you skip that one and you come back to it. Hey, that's what you do, number one. But, B, I mean, it's generally, as as it's being su- said in the chat, Doug said it's, a line is merely a suggestion to Greg. A line is, I mean, oh, yeah, a suggestion to you, well, not to normal But usually you just kind of gather around because you're doing your shopping and you go, oh, well, thank you very much. And then you continue on your way. Now, if there's time and they have samples of different, like, flavors... Well, you sample all the flavors because they're, they're all there for a reason. You sample each one of them and then you go, thank you very much. And then you carry on your way. So if somebody's like lollygagging and sitting there like looking <laughs> around, not paying attention, what am I, do I have to wait in line for them? Wait for them to figure it out? To yes. To hurry it up? Because it's their turn. They were there first. I'm sorry. First come, first serve. No. I mean, yes. that's how it works. Exactly. First come, first serve. They were no. there first. Meaning they're not walking up there. If they're lollygagging, I can go around them. Then I'm the first come, first serve. No, See? they're not lollygagging. They're taking their time because they have waited for their turn, which is before your time. There's a lot of samples to get to. I don't have time to wait and wait for slow people all Clearly, day long. Clearly, if you're like I need to peru- get those samples in. You know what? If you are short on time, then don't peruse the samples, period. If you don't have time to wait in line for samples, then you don't have time for samples. No, I have time then for samples. Then get your 72-pack of toilet paper and get in line. <laughs> you know I'm buying toilet need... paper. No, what's, uh, here's the th- you don't I, need I'm to saying... make other people feel bad because like, their whole slow? day isn't trying to rush There's through. plenty of samples. They'll get theirs, they but are... why should I have to wait for them? Because you have to, because that's the way lines work. No. No, if I can just walk up there and be like, got it. How long does it take to get a sample? Why is this person holding everybody up? Like they He's have the little holding Dixie cup. Everybody up. He was just waiting. There's his a little turn Dixie cup and a spoon there. Like take your damn. Sometimes Dixie cup they and have spoon. to like they have to fish it out and like give it to you. No, usually they're all set up. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm saying there's some blame that can be go around everywhere here. And you wonder why I thought of Greg when I found that story. Why don't we have to wait wait all around? Right, so let's let's wait with bated breath. Uh, On to the next sample for the footage. There's Although the guy hitting him that was a problem. Also, if anybody's interested in breeing ever. Hit me up. Just kidding. No, seriously. Hit me up. There you go. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, in the live chat, uh, Catherine just said, I want an FER book of rules of appropriate behavior. I've been working on that for years, actually. I've got You're something. so boring, though. Like, your appropriate oh, behavior no, is I've different got some, from other people's. I've got. I feel like ours would be. Whole thing we would have two this. different books. Yeah, it could be conflicting ways. Because, see, I don't feel like you should cut in line. All right, you want to hear what a hundred death whistles sounds like? No. Dead whistle. Okay, it's the sound of a hundred Aztecs you charging towards one, you with horses. You see at one ten. Yeah, I'm, that's where I'm at. Dead whistle. It's very unique. Uh, I don't like that. That sounds like every battle scene in every movie ever. Yeah, but with that screaming. Yeah, that's weird. Ew. Yeah, it sounds like Game of Thronesy. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's creepy. Yeah, I I really could have done without knowing what the death, death whistle was. I'm glad I know what it is. Okay. All right, do you want to do this this squatch watch? <gasps> oh, I don't know. Do you? 
I think we need to do the Squatch Watch. Before we do that, just a real quick reminder that Rose City Comic Con is coming up soon, and you can pick up your tickets right now at rosecitycomiccon.com, September 7th through September 9th. Um, a lot of fantastic guests that are going to be there, some amazing panels that are happening. Um, I know our buddy Keelan's going to be on one of the panels, like all kinds of different things that are, that are going on. Oh, yeah, this. and it's artists. Really, really there's fun. Artists Row where you can get, like, get things drawn. People also have like all of their different artwork uh, to purchase. I mean... Last year, was it last year that I got that awesome Jareth print? Yes. Yeah, that one mm-hmm. is incredible. It's hanging on my wall. I mean, you get just get a lot of one-of-a-kind stuff from the actual artists, and um, it's it's just a yeah. really awesome way to spend your day, weekend, days, however long you want to be there. Absolutely. RoseCityComicCon.com. And the Pick best people your... watching ever. Oh, it really is great yeah. people watching. Oh, my gosh, the costumes, yes. Uh, RoseCityComicCon.com. Pick up your tickets. All right, let's do a Squatch Watch. <laughs> been a while since I've heard the Squatch Watch. Oh god, that is so ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god. All right, here is your Squatch Watch for today and it has to do with the besmirching of the Bigfoot name in the news media. Here's what's going on. So, it was only a matter of time before Bigfoot entered the political arena. Oh, of course, I've been just counting <laughs> down the days. And here is what's happening. It has to do with a political race in Virginia where there is a uh let me see. Let me get their names right because the names are important here in this thing. Uh, all right. So the race has to do with Leslie Cockburn, who is a Democratic candidate for Virginia's 5th Congressional District, and her opponent, her Republican opponent, Denver Riggleman. Denver Riggleman versus Leslie Cockburn. And that There's is some solid names, some solid, solid campaigning names. names. Well, here's what's going on. So Leslie Cockburn has unveiled some pictures that Denver Riggleman had posted to his Instagram account, accusing him of being involved in Bigfoot erotica. And this is what he posted. And I have to admit, I, uh, let's see, I don't have the image to post in our live chat, but you can look it up. Very easily, wherever you are, for Bigfoot erotica. It's hard to avoid Bigfoot, like the phrase Bigfoot erotica. I, I stumbled across This it, thing like, is going everywhere. And I've everywhere. had it posted to my Facebook page so many times that people are probably questioning what I'm into. Especially people you haven't talked to in a long time. Yep. They're like, why does why Greg into squatch porn? thought of you when I saw this. And it's a picture of <laughs> And then what it is, is on his Instagram page, he had posted a picture, a drawing of a Bigfoot with an apparently very large penis with a censored thing over it, um, implying that he was very large. And this, is, this was on Denver Riggleman's actual Instagram page. And uh, his quote was, My buddies thought this pic was fitting for my birthday next week and to celebrate my new book release in about a month or two, Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. This is what he wrote on the caption Wait, of a s- picture. This is the actual person who's being called that he says that, that people are saying he likes Squatch Erotica. Yes. Squatch There has to be something there. There's something Squatch Erotica. Can... I don't know. Yes. So Squatch Erotica. Denver yeah. Riggleman's Instagram page. That's so what he, he actually post- posted the picture of the censored with the Bigfoot penis. Yes. And like the, hey. This... Yes, with a well-endowed Bigfoot. Mm, that's odd. Yes. Okay. And so it, kept, it continued on from there, though, to that there is more involved with this. So apparently, not only did he post that, and then he tried to say, oh, it was a joke, but also he really is involved in this. He really does have a book called Mating Habits of Bigfoot that is going to be apparently... Wait, he wrote it? 
Yes. He is promoting a self-published book called Mating Habits of Bigfoot. Oh, wow. USA Today later described it as a parody of an anthropological study. But in 2006, he also co-wrote the book Bigfoot Exterminators, Inc., the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of Monster Hunt 2006. So he really is... Obsessed with Sasquatches. Obsessed with Sasquatches, but in I mean, you can smell your own, right, Greg? No, this isn't. This is why I'm saying it's besmirching the name of Sasquatch. This is not the kind of Sasquatch talk that I like to get involved in. I'm not getting to the Bigfoot erotica. Nudie squatch mags. (laughs) Nudie squatch mags are not not my thing. But we've talked about this before. There is an entire category of books of Bigfoot erotica that does exist. Let me ask you this: If you were asked to narrate a Bigfoot erotica book, would you do it? Sure. Wow, that quick. Um, I have no moral quandary with really. Voice. I mean, if I got paid for it, yeah. Yeah, you'd get paid like a decent amount. Uh, decent, not not a ton. I mean, I don't think there's that much money in these things. But yeah, if you got you got paid a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'll see if I can find some for no, you. No, you're not. Well, you give me a twenty bucks and I will read something. <laughs> All right, we'll see if we can find something then to Fine. make you have you read some Bigfoot erotica. But anyway, if I get if I get paid well for it, I will absolutely read Bigfoot erotica. Twenty bucks, all right. No, I didn't say twenty. You no. just said for a sentence. You said I didn't twenty say bucks. How much. No, you said you'd read it for twenty bucks. No, I did not. All right, this is, so this is about your obsession with Bigfoot erotica, not mine. It is so not. Continue. I have no obsession with Bigfoot erotica. I'm just saying this is besmirching the name of Bigfoot and being um, who, gross. Are you looking at Bigfoot porn? Yes, I felt. Oh, gross! I like how he's look at that. Look at what a good actor he is, everybody. He's just finding it for the first time. Oh, gross! gross. Oh, he's so. He's never seen anything like From that before. From the tufts of matted hair, the creature released a huge. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. I looked up Bigfoot right and there's there's examples of the. <laughs> Greg has now stopped doing the show, and if you can't see the video, he's just... Greg is right now, like, currently, as you're listening to this, looking at Sasquatch porn. Like, Uh, not even doing our show. It's the erotica. Not even doing our show. No, it's not erotica. It's it's, not images. It's the erotica. Isn't erotica porn? I suppose so, but oh, gross. Okay, anyway, I'm going to leave it at that. That sounds like you're real grossed out by that. It is pretty gross. All right, but it's also pretty hilarious. All right, there we go. So that's that's the bottom line, though. That is what's going on with that. To fill you in on the story of the Bigfoot erotica, if you were afraid to click on that picture, uh, Denver Riggleman with his upcoming book that you can now purchase about uh, Bigfoot. All right, that concludes this edition of, of uh, Squatch Watch. I do think there's a squatch in these Oh, it's so gross. Oh, my God. Somebody just posted a picture of the cover of one of the Bigfoot erotica books, and one of the books is just called The Curse of Bigfoot Butt Camp. (laughs) What did you think was going to happen at Bigfoot Butt Camp? (laughs) I mean, come on. It's pretty clear. It seems pretty wholesome. I think I'm going to go to Bigfoot Butt Camp. Weave some baskets (laughs) and we'll do some canoeing. Wait a minute. That's not what I expected at Bigfoot Butt Camp. No, seriously, what do you expect at Bigfoot Butt Camp? You know what you're getting into. I really don't because I don't understand what those two words would. It can't be that, that... That naive if you're going to Bigfoot Butt Camp and then be surprised you look by at what Bigfoot happens. Butts? Drive you nuts. Yeah. That's, that's you enough. need that sticker on the back of your truck. All right, that's enough. Sasquatch butts drive nuts. No, absolutely not. All right. Um 
One more thing here before we go. I want to actually sincerely talk to everybody out there who owns any kind of property in the Portland area. Property. And I want to talk to you because of Black's Pest Services, one of our fine sponsors here at Fun Employment Radio, Black's Pest Services. And sincerely, they uh, have helped me out tremendously because I had some issues going on in my house I didn't even know about. I didn't even know I had carpenter ants. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I had no idea. And those are a big deal because those aren't the like harmless ants. Those are the ones that actually like no, rip things apart. Things. Yeah. yeah. And Black's Pest Services took care of it for me very easily. And the best part about this, though, is this. And this is what I really want to emphasize. They will come out for a free inspection. There's no pressure. They're just two super cool dudes. And uh, I believe that's some other people that work there as well. But, um, you know, we, we, had, uh, we had them here on the show to talk about Black's Pest Services and just how great it is. And call them. Call them now, schedule an appointment. Mm. Have them come out and just take a look around your house. You and it's a free consultation. Like free just, consultation. Yeah, just go and have them look at it. If you're like, all right, I do own this property. There could be something going wrong, but I'm not aware of what's happening. Yeah, or you have no idea. Yeah. You, I mean, there could be stuff that's happening that you have no idea. And it's one of those things, it's better to take care of it than to let it sit there. And these or are let, the right people to call. Yeah, let it build its home inside of your house. Yeah, don't, don't let it do that. If you're hearing something like scuttling around and you're like, oh, it's fine. Or it's just, fine. like I said, you have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. Better to have them come out and just take a look, and then they'll let you know. And it's Black's Pest Services, blackspestservices.com. Their phone number is 503-723-7957, 503-723-7957. Their tagline is hire a bug nerd. So <laughs> hire them. They're really they're, they're great people, and honestly, they, um, they'll come out, and they'll take a look and let you know what's going on. And if there's nothing going on, they'll say, hey, you're good to go. And if there is, I'll say, hey, you can do this or we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really easy. No asshole stuff. So Black's Pest Services, give them a call. All right. Um, All right. And you're on a show today, correct? I am. Tell us about Coming it. Up later today. I feel weird at doing this after talking about Squatch Porn. Um, I will be on The Manual. Mm-hmm. TheManual.com, where I'll be in a Super Mario Kart race against two IndyCar drivers. And I believe we're doing it live on Facebook and Twitter. Is this something you know how to play? Oh, yeah. I was a master in college. Well, hopefully it's not like some newfangled one that has a That's new remote a that about. you've like never used. I'm not sure if it's a new version. If it's the old Super Nintendo yeah. version, yeah, I'm going to destroy it, this thing. We'll see. Well, let's watch. Let's all watch together, shall we? Let's watch Greg get his ass kicked. I also used to get really mad at it sometimes when I was Of course you did. So I'm going to have to control that. Well, you're, yeah, you're so good at controlling your temper now. I mean, good thing you're all grown up. What do you mean? All right. Send us an email. Greg just muted me, by the way. <laughs> Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. You are all awesome. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio yes. Network, we'll be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Tonight. Live here on the network. If you're a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, so tune in at 6.30 p.m., and we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dog, um.